I try to train myself that I do hard things. I do hard things. I love hard things. What, you want easy things for the rest of your life? Do you want to just, then you're inside your comfort zone, photocopying your day over and over again. Yep. No, no growth there. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the PRA Podcast. I'm your host as always, Sam. And if you're new to this podcast, I started this because I believe in growth through progression and what it can provide for the fulfillment of life. I believe in growing together and achieving our own versions of success. So I provide insight via videos, life lessons, messages, interviews, perspectives, and methods to help transform conformity to visionary. So I'm using these platforms to tell people's stories and figure out just how the progression of improvement assisted in that fulfillment. So thank you guys for listening. As always, you know, don't forget to favorite the podcast and uh, don't forget to follow me on any social media at smartinezIV. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Good vibes and God bless. All right. Yeah, we're good to go. All right. So, yeah. So, so basically, you know, was there ever a time that you weren't open? And if so, you know, what helped you kind of get over that hump? Because there's a hump for people. People are so scared of the opinions, or like I said, they feel need, they feel they need to be somebody. And it's so powerful to where, you know, they aren't open about it. And it's, it's, it's when you're open about it, that things start to open up for you. So kind of like, when did you realize that? Dude, many times, and, and I'm still going through it just on bigger levels. Uh, I'm an introvert. So that doesn't come across in my videos and interviews like this and stuff, but, but I'm an introvert. So I have no need to share my story to talk. The biggest fight I get into with my agent, who's this, you know, tough New York guy is Evan, your problem is you don't want to be famous. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't have a need to be famous. You need to get famous for your message to get heard. So how does an introvert become famous? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Join me on this journey and we'll see. Um, lots, man, lots. Uh, from, from big things to little things. So l- let's start with a little one. Um, I'm, at, I'm at Tony Robbins' event. So Tony, I've been working with Tony for the past four-ish years. Nice, um, nice. He invites me to his event to sit in his specific chairman you know, seating and meet him backstage and all this stuff. So I'm there at the event. And the, is this, is this audio only or is this video too? It's video. Video. Okay. So they have these security guards who are all around the stage because you can't get, you know, somebody jumps on the stage, they have to be there. So they're rotating, right? And so as they rotate around every 20 minutes or so, they do a rotate and, and the guy from that corner comes to the front of the stage and they, they do this little fist bump with each other and then, and then they rotate onto the next one. So they keep going in this clockwise direction every 20 minutes doing fist bumps. So I'm sitting there, and it's like it's happening right in front of me because I'm in the front row. And uh, I was like, I'm going to fist bump the next security guard. I'm going to fist bump. I want to fist bump the next security guard. <laughs> because just to show some love to security guards, you know, like, hey, you're important. I recognize you. So the next rotation comes around. My heart's beating. <laughs> so, so they come. And I put my fist out like this. He looks at it and keeps walking. Like, I just got, I just got <laughs> owned. I just got rejected by... By the security guard at Tony Robbins' event. I can't believe it. I'm, my, my initial instinct is, oh, my God, I hope nobody, like, who saw that? Did anybody see me just get destroyed here by the security guard? And, of course, we always make the story way bigger in our head than, than it is. Like, yeah, chances exactly. are almost nobody saw it. And the ones who did, did they even care? And I'm sure, like, two people maybe saw it and are laughing. Great. But in my head, it's, like, everybody. The whole world saw it, right? Um, and so... 
in that 20 minutes before the next security guard fist bump came up, I'm sitting there, I'm reflecting, I'm not even listening to Tony at this point because I'm, I'm stuck in my world about the, the lost fist bump, like what do I do next? And, and here's the thing that got me to do the fist bump again. Humans are built to serve. Humans are built to serve. We're wired to serve. Like serving and helping others does the same thing to your brain as food and sex. Like we're, we're wired to serve. Yep. It's human nature. It's human it's nature. It's human nature. But, yeah. And at the same time, we are afraid of, of other people's opinions, judgments, expectations. Mm -hmm. And so most people live life with their, their foot on the gas and the brake at the same time because serving involves yeah. other people. You have to help others. You have to do something for others. It's not just serving yourself. That doesn't feel good. It's serving other people. But if you're also at the same time afraid of how they're going to react and judge you, then you never do anything. You're yeah, it's, ne it's never like fully you. It's never your full self. It's always like a reluctant, held back you of some version of what you think they, they see you as. You're, you're stuck. Yeah. You know you want to do something, but you're afraid of how you're going to be judged for it. And so you don't do anything, but you know that you can't. And that's where most people are. And so in my 20 minutes of being stuck, I then, I flipped the service and said, you know what? That, if two people saw me and they were laughing, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing the fist bump until I get one. Just yeah. to be a listen to the other people, not to show up, not to say like, look at me, but to say, hey, here's a guy who's like, he's, he's, he's doing it again. Here he is doing it again, right? He's trying again. And then, and then in my head, at least, they're cheering for me. They're like, I want him to get one. Like, can he just get one? I want him to get one. And, and uh, I think by the fifth one, I, got, I finally got one guy to, to give me a fist bump. And then I'm like, I'm celebrating inside. Like, I got it. <laughs> like, I got my fist bump. It was the greatest. But I got rejected four times. And I feel like I'm never, like, maybe they're trained don't interact with the audience. Because I'm, I'm putting my fist out. It's super clear. They look at it and they just move on. But finally, I got my one guy. Um, and, but the way to do it was service. Like I'm now I'm hoping people are watching because I want them to be inspired that maybe they're forgetting to do something or they're playing small somewhere and they're seeing me get rejected and owned over and over and over again. But then finally I went like, I would have done it all day long until I finally got something, um, or, or not, or like I just spent the whole day and I just kept going and, and the willingness to try is the inspiration. Yeah. But it was the switch from from ego and like what people would think of me towards yeah. service to other people that then that allows you to do the thing that you're afraid to do. Yes, and I was gonna say too, I was gonna say just that. It was it's like an intention shift. Like at first your intentions are why is this not serving me? Like why is this not helping me? Why is this not coming back my way? You know, I'm giving, I'm giving, why is it and then it's like you shift that intention towards the other people and you're like, well, it, I, I don't need anything. I need to, I need to serve others and I need to be able to at least be good enough to give to other people. And, and like how you said, and there's something about that, you know, that hero's journey aspect where people do just kind of root for you. It's like, it's like they resonate with that failure because they're too scared to do it. So they're, so they're kind of like, oh man, a part of me wishes I could be that person. And then when they finally see you get one, it's like, hey, like maybe I could get one. Like maybe I could do that. And like you said, it's, it's that inspiration that that helps drive other people and help expose them to kind of another, another, another person's like failure to success. You know what I mean? Like you failed and you failed and you failed and you failed and like you just kept trying and eventually you got that fist bump.
<laughs> yeah, and it's and, like and people people apply it to their own life, right? Like their goal may not be to get a fist bump from a security guard at a Tony Robbins event. That's a super niche thing to want to do. Like, don't <laughs> set that as your don't set that as your life goal. That's your dream. <laughs> yeah, but but then you maybe you're afraid to ask that girl out, or maybe you're afraid to launch that business, or maybe you're afraid to post that YouTube video, or start your podcast, or anything. You get inspired. Like I get inspired by athletes who are, who fail and then come back, even though I'm not an athlete. Right, and so people will be inspired by your story, and and I think the if you can catch the fear, what we'll what we'll do is often with the fear find a logical reason why we shouldn't do it. So if you can catch it and call BS on yourself and say that's not actually because you're smart, so you come up with a really smart reason why you can't do it. Right? Yeah, smart. Yeah, yep. some stupid reason. You, and you figure some, out it's some way you can justify it. There's some where, foundation where it's gratifying, and you're you're entitled to that thing, so you justify it just enough. <laughs> There's a kernel of truth to it, so you believe yeah. it, but really, at the end of the day, you're just afraid. And so, if you can tie the service to the community in it, then it it allows, at least for me, to have the courage to go forth and do it. And so that's been that's been my whole that's been my whole life, man. That like I'm yeah. afraid of everything. I'm an introvert. I don't want to. I don't want to be out there. I don't want to be the face of anything. Uh, but it's through the service to others that that's given me the courage to go through and do it. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And I think that. And you know, that's that's kind of why. I, that's why I started this whole thing, and this whole podcast is you know not to get like the most famous people or not to get the most you know well known people, but to just get stories of people who are who are trying, who are attempting. And if they fail, they fail, but I can track their story and their progress as well. And I can help encourage to go along with it. And, you know, it just, it, it presents people with another perspective, another story of how somebody started off with nothing, but still had that vision of something and have the courage to just keep going, whether they're introverted, extroverted, whatever type of person they might be. But it, I, I feel like, you know, too many people don't have enough awareness in the exposure to other perspectives. Like, I feel like it's so limited and that's why I love what you do so much, and, and I'm a big fan, is because you present people with that doorway. You're like that avenue to be able to present people with so many different ways of thinking, so then it helps them form their own, like, belief and truth system. So it helps them kind of get their own energy up and believe in themselves and, and present that confidence towards, towards what they really want to do instead of feeling so hindered by everything around them. Um, and another question I wanted to ask you was just before you started all this, what kind of environment were you around? Because I know that for some people, it's really hard when they're around a negative environment and they need to detach from that. But I didn't know if like maybe you started off in like a negative environment or if you started off with like kind of a neutral or positive or, or if you had anybody like encouraging you. Like where did it all kind of like come from and how did you how did you be able to kind of begin? Well, there's a couple of things to unpack in there. The first is the language. And, and I want people to be very particular about the language that they use to describe their situations. So you said, you said about being, a, it might have been a really hard environment. Great. I try to train myself that I do hard things. I do hard things. I love hard things. What, you want easy things for the rest of your life? Do you want to just, then you're inside your comfort zone photocopying your day over and over again. Yep. No, no so, growth there. Yeah. So, so you actually love hard things. You love difficult things. And so if the examine whatever it is that you want to do, for everybody listening, right? What is your goal? What do you want to accomplish? What's that idea in your head? What's the reason why you're not doing it? Okay, well, often it's, it's hard or it's difficult. Okay, great. You do hard things. Awesome. 
or I'm afraid. Great, you do scary things too. You want to just do things where you know the outcome of forever? No, you want it. It's boring. You'll hate your life. So, so if you would, if there's nothing in your calendar in the next month that doesn't scare you, you hate your life. That's true. There's so much truth in that. There's something you have to do things that scare you. Whether that's reaching out to somebody for an interview, whether that's fist bumping a security guard, whether whatever it is, like there has to be something in your schedule consistently that scares you, that makes your heart boom, 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 boom. Otherwise, you're in your comfort zone and you hate your life. And so what's the reason why you're not doing the thing that you're doing? It can't be because it's hard or difficult, and it can't be because you're scared. And so try to catch that in your own language. Yeah. Why well, I can't do that because it's too hard. No, 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 no. I do hard things. So I'm, I'm triggered already when you said hard because I've taught myself so much. <laughs> no, no, I do hard things. I love it. Give me the hard, man. I want the hard. I only do hard. Um, so that's a great – if people can catch it in their own life, mm-hmm. um, then then that's use that as that's how you actually build self love, self confidence, self respect. If you win and it's easy, you might post about it on Instagram that you won, but you don't feel great because it's a fake win. Yeah. But if it, if you if you get up and you just try and it's difficult, that's how you actually build self love, self confidence, self respect by doing difficult things mm-hmm. and keeping those promises to yourself to to carry them out. Yes, but only when it's hard. It doesn't yeah, count yeah. until it's hard. Right? Yes. Keeping a the promise to yourself when it matches. I, I feel like the level of adversity matches the amount of growth. 100%. It doesn't count until it's hard. Your promises to yourself don't count until it's hard. So it's awesome. Great. You, you brush your teeth for 19 days straight. Great. But on day 20, when you've had no sleep and there's no toothbrush and you have to like go borrow your friend's toothbrush yep. just to keep that goal to yourself and you're like brushing and there's like stuff <laughs> on it. And you, that's the best. Like that's when you actually love yourself for doing it when it's difficult, right? It doesn't count until yeah. it's hard. And so most people give up when it's hard, and then they teach themselves that when it's hard, I give up. When it's hard, I give up. Mm-hmm. When it's hard, it becomes it becomes like a system in their in like it comes like embedded in their DNA at that point. It, it's embedded in most people's systems. That's their mindset. Like when it's hard, I I quit. I suck. I give up. And then I'm only going to try things that I know I'm going to win at and then post these fake wins on my Instagram. Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. most people. So I want, I want to change the discussion and it starts with the language. So, mm-hmm. so when you hear hard, difficult, scared, that's not a good enough reason not to act. In fact, that should be a call to action to go and do. Yeah. Um, so the, the question originally was my environment was difficult, hard, had, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate I came from a, a pretty, solid environment. Uh, my parents taught me to believe in myself. They're on the wall behind me. There's a picture where I'm eight or nine years old. And my parents are with me. Ah, yep, I, I see it. It's this giant picture on my wall that I look at every day, <laughs> along with four other canvases. That all means something personal to me. But I think the biggest growth, and if you ask my wife or if you ask, I had this mastermind group for a dozen years, and, and over the past three years, they've seen the biggest, like, you've changed. You've, you've become more more bold, more assertive, more confident. Still the foundation is the same, still love and still believe, but just the confidence and boldness and, and, and assertiveness has grown a lot. And I, I honestly attribute it to just to my channel, to, to, the, to the, I'm feeding Steve Jobs and Oprah Winfrey and Kanye West and all these people into my head every day. And it, it forces you to grow. Like it'll just force you to grow. So I think your environment has been perfectly designed to keep you where you are. Yeah. Almost right? like everything is as it is supposed to be. And you are the path of which you choose to do. Like, so it's like, it's all up to you. 
Like your 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 current circumstance doesn't have to be your permanent situation. It's all just dependent on on what you see and how your how you how you plan on how how to get there meticulously and and be disciplined in your approach. Um, and, and, changing and the environment is a big play for that. You change your environment, it'll make a huge difference in changing your confidence, your boldness, and the direction of your life. And you know, I, I know for a lot of people, it's really hard for them to be able to notice the. Um, like, cause there, you're right. Like there is that gap between you saying something is hard and then you determining whether or not it's too hard for you or, or, or whether you're going to keep going at it. And there's that gap, like that dissonance between that, that conscious decision. And so like, is there anything that you've done? Like, I know that there's gratitude practices and different things, but is there anything that you've personally done or have you always just been wired to, to be like that? Cause you said you came from like a good environment what like sparked you to be like, Oh, adversity is the key. Like adversity is the key. Like, is there somebody that you started hearing that from or like, like how did that like kind of adversity level approach come into your little like mantra of way of life? Yeah. It's, it's hard from, for people. From, uh, but it's hard. It's great. Hard yeah. is the best. I love hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that language um, from, from, from studying success by being around it. Mm -hmm. Somebody asked me on Instagram, Evan, I haven't actually been through a lot of pain or adversity. Can I still have success? I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen somebody crush it in, in entrepreneurship and athletics and anything and not have some crazy story that got them there. Yeah. Or at somebody least overcome some like level of absolute fear. The people who have it handed to them, like it's never the kids of rich people who go on to create great things. Yeah. You, you don't want to have super wealthy parents. You don't. What, show me the list. Inherited wealth, okay, but look at, like, look at the list of the richest people in the world. Entrepreneurs are the ones who get there. And it's, it's, look at their background. They started, from, they started from less than what you have right now. Yeah. They just went yeah. for it. So by studying success, by being around it, like whatever you want, be around it. I wanted to be a better entrepreneur, so I surrounded myself with all these successful entrepreneurs. I mean, I, I've never met Steve Jobs. I never will. Uh, you know, AP Janini is my favorite entrepreneur of all time. Never met him. Never will. But I learn from them. I watch their content. I, I digest them. And I'm a visual learner, so I love. I learn best through videos more than than the podcast or or books. Um, so you hack your own learning style. You surround yourself with the people who you want to most be like and learn something from. And then with exposure consistently, you, you become better, you become different, you grow, you change, you get more bold and confident. Yeah, you really do. And, and I think that that level of exposure is really what ignites that level of desire within you. Because there's a lot of times where I didn't even know about certain things. Like, I didn't know that you know, certain things were jobs or I didn't know, like, and you know, with technology advancing every single day, there's openings and jobs that were never openings before. And there's different avenues that you can use to meet different people and digest success yourself. And <clears throat> I think that, you know, so many people don't have enough different perspectives, like enough exposure to different, different of what they have internally. So they can form like kind of what really calls to them. Because I think a lot of people feel so lost that they just travel in a bunch of different directions and then just realize, hey, none of this other stuff worked for me, so why is this other thing going to work for me? So they kind of, like, diminish the ability to, like, go to what they're, like, calls to them. And um, that's 
that's what I love about you and about like everything that you do again is because you present that you present that for a lot of people. And I like, it's crazy to see how, what I thought was really interesting is how your, your story, and maybe it was just because it's like an older video, but I thought it was very interesting on how like your story video only had like 14 K views. Like, you know what I mean? And that's why I want to help present people with like kind of your story, like your perspective, your, the way you see things, because again, like there's, you present the perspective of everyone. You know, <laughs> I would love to, and that's why I just, I wanted to be able to pres present the, the perspective of you, because I think that that's important because so many people look up to you, especially here. Like you said, you know, everybody was very grateful here because that whole social media trend and this whole wave of, you know, entrepreneurship and, and, and this whole thing is, is not really a thing here yet. Like it, it's growing, it's growing, but you know, it's not really a thing. And, um, well, I appreciate the love, and, and I'm, I'm writing a new book right now on how to find your purpose and turn it into a successful business. And it, part of that is documenting my journey and my story. Uh, and I was looking at my YouTube channel when, like now, I've had my channel for over 10 years, my first video. Mm -hmm. And uh, I looked at my first video, and I was talking about Walt Disney's success story. And in the first year of that video being up, I had three comments. Three comments in one year. The first one was from my mom, which is great. I love it. Thank you, yeah. Mom. The second one was from my older sister, who also left a comment. And then the third one was some some guy, some random dude who I'd never heard of. So, you know, now this video has been it was up for a full year and three comments. I mean that that's that's the journey, that's the process. And I've kept all my videos up. So you could see the journey and see the development. If you want to go back, there's 10 years of content on YouTube to go through because it wasn't perfect because what you see now is 6,000 videos later and a lot of practice. And so it's unfair to compare somebody else just starting off. They may not get the results. They may not be as good on camera or be able to do a good interview. Uh, I sucked. Like you're probably better than I was. I just stayed at it longer. Um, <laughs> So, so I mean, a lot of people delete their first videos and try to hide their crappy stuff. Like, I love it. Here, look at yeah, all the same. mistakes I mean. Look same. at all the. No, I love it. I absolutely love it. There's like a a certain like because like you said in the very beginning of this of this. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like in the very beginning of this, you even said like people love to see that progression, and that's why that's been my one word is progression. Um, you know, know, always progressing and and constantly innovating on yourself and really diving deeper into yourself and really figuring out who you are. Cause that's always been the issue for me. And like you say, like your pain is your purpose. Like that's always been my pain. Like, and that's been my purpose now is to kind of present people with their own self-awareness and the systems that work. And so like going back to like the beginning, you know, you, you said people love to see that story and that progression. And that's why I love to keep those videos up too. That's why I love to do it is because people will see, even if I don't become anything, I'm still going to be something to myself because I'm doing it because I'm doing it and I'm proud of my progress. I'm proud of the things that I'm doing every day. And that's what it's about. You know, it's not about a million follows and all these things. If that's what you want. Yeah, I guess, but it's more of long-term than that. It's like, like you said, it's that patience aspect. It's that progressionary aspect, that rooting for you, you know? So I just, yeah, I, I definitely, I'm the same way when it comes to keeping everything up and everybody's so um, filtered nowadays that people just want that. They're not patient enough to wait. So you talk about putting yourself out there and being afraid and, and uh, doubting yourself. You know, I, told, I shared the Tony Robbins story with the fist bump. Um, if I had to look at something bigger, for, for the longest time, my, 
my story was the number one request on the channel. So for those who don't know, I have a YouTube channel, you know, 2 million subscribers. We do top 10 profiles on successful people. I, I break down the rules for success. The number one request was me. We want the Evan Carmichael <laughs> top 10 rules. And I'm, th I'm thinking like, what? We, I'm putting, I'm giving you Steve Jobs and Oprah Winfrey and, and all these people, Titans. You want better than gold? <laughs> it's like, I, I, I mean, I, I built my business, I sold it, I struggled, I became a venture capitalist, I have my own story, but in my mind, it was nothing compared to what these people had done. Yeah. Um, but, and for years, years, I resisted, I held off until finally, I don't know, I would say my sixth or seventh or eighth anniversary of having the channel, um, my team and my fans forced it. They put together an Evan Carmichael top 10 video. Oh, really? And, and conspired <laughs> for me, I guess, and, and they posted it. I think it was on my birthday. They handed it to me. My wife gave it to me on like a, a little USB, and then my team surprised me and put it up on my channel. And when I thought a different video was going to go up, and then there it was, Evan's oh, 10 rules, and God. my fans helped find them. Anyway, um, and then from there, we've done, we've done a couple more. I think even last week, another one came out. Yeah, um, yeah, I've seen, but, a but it, I've seen a few. It took a while. It took a while to build, to build the, like, well, who cares about my story versus something else? But yeah. I think the willingness to try is an inspiration. I think even if you're talking about you, you know, hitting a, if you hit a million followers or likes, even the willingness to try, to, to go out every day and still do it, right? The fist bump, the willingness to try mm -hmm. every day is an inspiration. And yep. so your only advantage is your story. For all the entrepreneurs listening, you're going up against big competition. Mm -hmm. Why should I listen to you instead of watching CNN or watching some big news network? Well, because of your story. Like, why, why would they buy from you instead of some giant corporation? Because of your story. Because I feel like I'm like you. But if you don't tell me how you're like me, then, then I'm not going to listen to you. And so the, the courage to share your story the willingness to be vulnerable and, and get it out there, even though some people will judge you for it, is the only thing that will connect people to you because people don't want to learn from the perfect person. You don't want to learn from the perfect person because, like, well, they're perfect. So that's why they're like that. Exactly. And I'm glad you said that, too, because I even said something um, like yesterday or a couple days ago where I was like, you know, everybody wants to be the next Gary Vee, the next Tony Robbins, the next Evan Carmichael, the next. And I'm like, just be you. Because that's the only way you're going to be authentic enough and genuine enough to present that story and know yourself enough to know what story to present because some people don't know how to tell that story. They don't know how to properly, you know, manifest it into the, the right structure in order to, you know, show it out to the world. They just get so caught up in the perfection on how they present it that it doesn't even get put out, you know, and, and, and to overcome that level of like hesitation, it takes practice, it takes a lot of practice. But when you get over that hump, I always say like, when we open up, we bloom. That's when, like, we're like a flower, you know what I mean? Like, we bloom. And so it's like, you know, you got to open up. you got to be who you are because that's the only way you're going to attract things that are going to be like-minded enough to get to where you – get you to where you want to go. And um, I know we're I know we're running short on time, but I just um, – uh, I just wanted to know because I usually ask this at the end of every interview is just kind of what uh, – you give a lot of advice about a lot of different things. You talk about a lot of different things. Um, I just was wondering what is just some some good advice that you could give people who are struggling with figuring out who they are and where they need to go. 
So to your point about being yourself, uh, it's, it's, it's common advice, right? Like, go be yourself, go be yourself. But then people say, well, how? I don't know what to do. Yeah. How do I be myself? So the best thing that I would actually recommend is I would two-step it. I think the first step is to model success, which is what I love doing. And you try. You try being like Gary Vee. You try being like Samuel. You try being like Tony Robbins. You try on their hat. You try it on and see how it yep. feels. If you're going to launch a podcast, look at your favorite podcast and see what questions they ask and ask the same questions. You try it on. It'll get you 80% of the way. But that hat's not going to quit quite right. There's going to be something a little bit yeah. off. It's going to need some adjustments. And that's where, you know, I have Steve Jobs up on my wall. I have my father up on my wall as two examples. I don't want to be a father like Steve Jobs was. I want to be a father like my father was or is still. And I don't want to be a visionary like my father is. I want to be a visionary like Steve Jobs was. And yeah. so you can pull these different people, different pieces from different people yes. to, to help you find yourself. And so a great challenge is I've got, I've got I don't know how many top 10 videos on my channel. I would challenge your audience to go to my channel and find the person who you hate the most. You hate them. And open yourself you, up. Yeah, and, and for like for 15 <laughs> minutes, because all the videos I have is positive, right? Yeah. So even if you hate Steve Jobs, you can still learn from him how to be a visionary. Mm -hmm. You may hate 98% of him, but he's had success. Use that for good. And go to the channel, find a, find a video on somebody that you absolutely despise, and then be willing for five minutes to, to learn from them and pull one thing that can make you better. And I think that actually becomes a process of you finding yourself as you're trying all these different hats where there is no one hat. You're not going to be the next Steve Jobs. He might take you 25% of the way. But you need to find a 75% by picking different pieces from different things yes. and different people. And then you're making your own unique hat. And so the more exposure you get, especially to people who you don't agree with, and then you force yourself to learn something from that person, I think is how you actually grow. That is awesome. I'm so glad you said that too because that's something that I, you know, I had to learn. I had to learn. And that's something that I've been, that I've been saying is like you can't, you can't just apply the whole template to one person just because that one thing resonated with you. You've got to find the things that work for you and create your own system in order for you to be happy enough with the actions that you're putting forth every day. Because then you'll find yourself, you'll find the things that call to you, you'll get pulled more to those things, and then you'll open up more, and then things will start to open up for you, and then it all just becomes this this more of a, of a proactive cycle that you're perpetuating within yourself to create more you know, um, of a growth mindset as opposed to more doubt. You know what I mean? Instead of being plagued with a bunch of doubt and, and, and self, just insecurity. But, um, so, all right. So, uh, did you, is there any other last words as far as, you know, the advice? Like, I know that people need to expose themselves, but is there anything, like, um, is there anything else that you would say will resonate with people? Um, and then where can people, I know people can find you on YouTube. Um, for those that, you know, don't have social media, um, where can they, or like, and then, um, where can people find you? Do you have like a, do you have a newsletter or anything like that as well? Yeah, I have a newsletter. You can get it off my website. Um, or at the end of every YouTube video, you can get the newsletter. Um, if you want the books, you can go to Amazon, social media. I'm, I'm everywhere. Just Evan Carmel can find me. In terms of last bit of advice, I would say make yourself proud today. It's a battle every day to make yourself proud. And that is something only you can be the judge of. You might have some huge win and, and say, hey, should I be proud of that? I don't know. Like, who cares what I think about yeah. what makes you proud? So are you proud of your effort? 
if every day before you hit your head on the pillow, you say, you ask yourself, am I proud of my effort today for what I'm trying to accomplish? Am I proud of the effort I put in? Not the results that I got, not how many people saw my show, but the effort that I put in, am I proud of it? If that answer is yes every day, you will go on to create amazing things. Even if most days you're losing from results. Mm -hmm. So, so whatever time of day it is that people are listening or watching to this, are you proud of your effort? Make yourself proud. Make yourself proud today before you put your head on the pillow and celebrate that. Yes. And the, and the, and the make yourself proud, the yourself that is aware of who you are, not the, the yourself that is influenced by what everybody else is proud of, like you said, you know, because with this influence in these days and age, man, it's crazy. Like you said, there's so much, there's so many filters on Instagram. It's, it gets hard. It gets really hard for people because I know, and the only reason I know is because I've had that level of adversity and I have, you know, sabotaged my own life and stuff like that. So I know, like I know what it, I barely came out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I know what it's like. And that's why I'm so inspired by people like you. And that's why I like, and it's funny because I don't even know if you remembered, but I actually asked you a few times how you published your book. Um, I asked you a few times, like, how you edited it, all that stuff. And now it's finally getting released on the 16th. So it's just awesome. Like, you you kind of, like, helped pave my way a little, a little bit, too. I read your book, Your One Word. Um, and it's just like, it, like you said, it's about being exposed to different people and seeing what works for you. And now I'm, you know, I'm proud of myself. Like you said, you know, I, I hit my head on the pillow and I'm just proud of my actions that day. I don't need to be something crazy and I don't need to be famous or any of this stuff. I just need to, you know, be the dad, like you said, to my kids. I just need to be that person. I just need to know who I am. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to thank you, man. I really appreciate it. It was really nice to like actually meet you and sit down and actually just, you know, talk and converse and just, you know, uh, get to know you a little bit. You know what I mean? That's really what this is about. I like to just, I like to build relationships long-term with people and everybody that I've had on the podcast I still have a relationship to where with to this day. So I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you for taking the time out. (laughs) Thanks for having me on and pumped to see your podcast continue to grow. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Take care.